Oh, good morning, and welcome to Beyond the Shoots, presented by Parrotside Systems. What a beautiful day this Friday morning. We are set up here in, in the main conference area at the Hilton Garden Inn. Did I say that right, Sam? Hilton Garden Inn? I believe so. Here in Guthrie, Oklahoma. And uh, we are here, and of course, that's Sam talking, two-time IFR Saddlebronc average winner. And when I say I- IFR, we got we to gotta slow it down just a little bit. International Finals Rodeo. This is the 54th year for this, and we're set up here right in the middle of where the Contract Act Showcase are going to be talking to all their folks as they come through. We've got uh, Contract Acts and announcers and Barrowman, just a lot going on here. And today we are, as I said, recording in Guthrie, Oklahoma. This is BTC on the road again. And today we're going to be going about, going to be talking about rather, the results of the first round that we saw last night. IFR 54. Sam, what do you think of the Lazy Arena? You'd been here before, but what'd you think of it last night? Oh, um, I've been here quite a few times, and the facility is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it has everything you're looking for in a rodeo venue, and it was built basically for rodeos and horse shows and things of that nature, a little off the beaten path for the spectators, a little inconvenient, but uh, it wasn't built for that, and uh, times have changed, and it's the new owners have turned it into that, so it's, uh, it's a great place for horse event equine events you bet big big arena great ground i mean the barrel pattern we're going to be talking about that a little bit later in our show barrel pattern is huge um and look like great footing for everything going on now a couple of other things sam that stood out to me uh the instant replay uh where the competitors have the opportunity to go back it's going to cost them money we're going to we're going to explain this a little bit so similar to what the pbr has been doing um, the International Finals Rodeo, the International Professional Rodeo Association has brought this instant recall. So let's say, for example, we've got Joe Farron that's with us here. He's going to be talking to us in just a little bit in the saddle bronc riding. Let's say that they said he didn't have his foot in the stirrup at eight seconds or whatever. He can go ring the bell or he can raise his hand and they will play it back and they will watch it and all of us fans sam we sat there and we watched it too last night we actually saw it in the steer wrestling yeah well i've seen it uh a couple times and just far past the time that this should have been put in yeah you know these people travel their whole year and to lose it or win it on a judgment call that isn't correct and we all make mistakes and whatever. But uh, I asked Clint Corey what he thought of it yesterday, one of the judges here. And he says, well, we want to get the right call. Yeah. What a perfect answer. Oh, man. You know, oh, you man. want it right. You don't want to help anybody. You don't want to hurt anybody. You want the right call. And that's, that's the way I've liked it in the PBR. They have so many camera angles. I don't think they have quite that here. But 90% of the time you can get the right call and in the steer wrestling last night unless there was a barrier malfunction yeah you could see that justin thigpen broke the barrier yeah yeah you know yeah if there was a malfunction then we didn't know what went on but uh they ended up giving him the plus 10 and he thought something wasn't right i'm sure yeah we'll find out later if we talk to him you bet but uh it, it is long overdue you bet. And, and you know, amount of money that's up for grabs, we've talked about this. 
Uh, and they spent, what would they spend? They probably spent two, three minutes really watching it, making sure they got it right. Because you know what? To go rounds here, they pay $3,700 to win. So this is, this is the real deal. Um, and we talked about if you win out, if you win, uh, like Joe Farron going to be here, uh, he's going to be talking to us here in a bit. If you win out, if Joe wins out, wins all four rounds, wins the average, he's going to walk away with a little over $22,000 for the weekend, Sam. Kind of something to look forward to, isn't it, Joe? Oh, yeah, and chasing that uh, <laughs> top hand bonus as well. <laughs> well, out. well at, you got the right start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just snowball it from there yes sir absolutely and welcome joe welcome Good. to btc hey, glad thank to y'all have for you having me this you is bet. cool this is cool a lot of fun <laughs> now now hold oh, on well, well. i told joe to snowball it from there oh he's from florida you might not know he what went. happens with the snowball <laughs> okay. but uh you want to talk keep about the train that? going down the tracks <laughs> the right way <laughs> that's keep, right keep the momentum the big mo um, and what's going on this weekend? Well, of course, last night we had the uh, the opening round, uh, IFR 54 Performance 1. Tonight at 7.30, we're going to do it again. This afternoon, we've got the Old Timers Reunion. We're hoping to get with some folks here today. And uh, tomorrow, um, I should let me back up tonight, the, the second performance at 7.30. Of course, Sam and I are going to be there, get some more behind-the-scenes uh, pictures and videos and that sort of thing. And then tomorrow, the Contract Act Showcase that I've been talking about, all these folks are setting up. There's going to be a whole bunch of them. They're setting up here so the rodeo stock contractor, Sam, can come through and talk to these folks, get them hired for the season. Yeah, the, this is the place that they come and can talk to multiple people that uh, announcers, contract acts, clowns, barrelmen, bullfighter, and they come and talk to them. It gives them more than uh, getting on the phone in one evening after you come into work and trying to call different people. You can get lots of cards and information and go back and sort it out and see who you think you might want to hire for the summer. You bet. And nothing like seeing the real deal. Tomorrow we have the competition that we're going to be going to. That is the IPRA Contracts Act Showcase. They actually place these these fellows and these gals in these in these particular uh, uh, styles that they bring, whether you're a trick roper or, or uh, a barrel man or an announcer. You've watched this, Sam. We've, we've watched this. Well, I didn't just watch it. I've done it, uh, <laughs> whether it's good or bad. Yeah. I, I've always tried to hire somebody for the whole summer run because I didn't want to have to go back and look at who's coming. And, you know, of course, my paperwork is the best in the world. So, I, uh, <laughs> um, But if you could get them for all summer, you knew who was going to be there, and it just made life a lot easier. Um, yeah. Yeah. You knew what they needed and expected of you, and you knew what you were going to get from them. You bet. You bet. And uh, I thought you said you were in the Contract Act Showcase. Did I misunderstand what you said? You've been there. You've done that, you said. The hiring part. Oh, the hiring part. <laughs> no, nobody would want to hire me for anything. <laughs> and then Saturday night, um, Performance 3, Round 3, 730 um, uh, in the in the evening at the Lazy Arena, we're going to be back there. And then Sunday, we've got the OG&E Kids Day that's going to be starting at noon. And then the final performance is going to be going off at 2 o'clock back in Lazy E for the final fourth performance. And at that time, we will be crowning our year-end champions. Yes. Um, so excited to be here and probably excited for it to finish. So, um yeah, I, 
I, I'm really looking forward to where they're doing the awards banquet for the world champions because of where it's at, the history of, yeah. the, of yeah. the town it's in. Yeah. And Dale was explaining it to us a little bit yesterday, but uh, I, I knew that this town of Edmond was the capital no, of Guthrie. Guthrie, excuse Guthrie. me. Guthrie. See, I didn't even know. No, I did know that Guthrie was the capital because when I heard it, I was surprised. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm kind of a history person. And yeah. um, when I heard it, I was like, oh, wow. Guthrie is the capital of Oklahoma at one time until they moved it to Oklahoma City. Yeah. So. yeah. so when you memorize your capitals way back when, did you also throw in, and by the way, Guthrie used to be the state capital you know when i did that in fourth grade the teacher yeah. didn't believe me she didn't no she oh, had to look it up that's <laughs> well that's pretty you're pretty advanced yeah. i do know that it's funny my my grand boys they'll uh hey trying to trick me up yeah. what's the capital of nebraska you know they did ask me that the yeah. other day and yeah. i had to think when i got it right did you once. get it right yeah. what is it i'm gonna put you on the spot lincoln lincoln well done well i don't know if that's right joe could I be i don't know <laughs> I'm sure if it's not, somebody will correct us. Yes, 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 no doubt. Um, so, so I'm from Louisville, right? And, and we say it, uh, I say it Louisville, you know, you kind of roll it Louisville. How do you say Louisville? Louisville? No. Louisville. Louisville. Yeah, yeah. And Louisville. Joe, how do, you, how do you pronounce the state capital of Kentucky? Go ahead. Louisville. Oh, really? It, oh, okay, it, I got you, Doug. It, Lexington is how I pronounce oh, it. Oh, yeah. wrong. <laughs> Another wrong. No, it's Frankfurt. Oh, well, <laughs> See, that's an old joke. And I'm I, sorry. I, I knew the joke, but I didn't know the right answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and all the great sponsors at the International Professional Rodeo Association put together for this great finals. We've got Wrangler. We got Loves. We got Ram, OG&E, and Montana Silversmiths. And, and we said earlier that the old timers uh, reunion is going to be going on here. We're going to be set up here. We're going to maybe get a little bit closer, but we're going to meet some folks this afternoon. So let's get to talking a little bit about the money. We've talked about that. Big dollars coming in. Justin Thigpen in the all-around championship, he, he won the calf roping last night, so his numbers are getting bigger. But let's go to the bareback bronc riding. And the bareback bronc riding, let's see here as I go to my sheet. Uh, Quinton Lunsford last night, Sam. McCune, Kansas Cowboy, comes into the IFR in the number seven position, wins out last night, uh, 83 and a quarter points, picks up $3,700, and in the process, picks up four places in the standings, goes from seventh to fourth place in the bareback bronc riding. What do you think of his ride? Seventh to fourth, he moved three places in the standings. In the pretty, standings. Pretty good. Absolutely. Pretty good. Uh, must be a tight race if, Very if tight. that's the case. Um, I, I was impressed with the horse he had last night. I believe it was Hampton's horse and really, really started outstanding. You know, just couldn't ask for something better to ride. And Of course, I kind of look at the horses a little more. Just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but really... 
really nice and a, what a nice pen of bareback horses yeah. were. Yeah. Uh, really good. You know, they had a couple in there that didn't work and they gave them re-rides like they should. The first one, I didn't think they did. I thought, what, guys, these are such good horses. Let's let at least make it fair. And they did. They did. And they did. Absolutely. And coming in second last night uh, is our 2022 uh, ch- world champion, Mr. Tanner Phipps, comes out of Dalton, Georgia, of course, placed on an 82-point ride last night, picked up $2,700, stays solid in that number one position, um, and that moves him to about $34,000 on the year so far. Sam, what would you think of uh, Tanner's ride last night? Tanner's ride was good, just kind of solid, didn't make a mistake. Uh, horse went down through there nice, and Tanner rode him good. It, um, it, it was solid i guess is the word to say didn't get carried away he stayed close to him he could have exposed himself a little more and got some more points but that's you know and that's kind of the way i rode kind of tried to do the basics every time and didn't get crazy so all right all right and the next cowboy that uh, he actually plays third in the round uh, 80 points to to place third 1852 dollars he won stetson beerman the Illinois Cowboy comes in, puts it on him last night, Sam. Yeah, I, I've never seen this boy ride before, but he did a good job last night. I was very impressed with him. And uh, he ended up showing up by winning third. So you it was bet. a good ride. Good ride, good ride. And then finally wrapping out, or rounding out, I should say, the, the four point or the four money positions Matthew Smith, Tyler Town, Mississippi Cowboy, places fourth with a 78. 0.25 ride and picks up $900. Um, that moves him up in the standings as well. He, uh, he he came in actually number 14 in the point standings, picked up two positions last night. Now, was this Matthew you're talking about? or Yes, Matthew yeah, Smith. Yeah. And he's he's been around a long time. I'd hate to say he's old, but uh, sorry, Matt. It happens to all of us. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and uh, he, he rides good and solid and does his basics really well and uh, it showed last night you bet you bet and then the, the cowboy we we're watching we're spotting right to mcbain michigan's cowboy blaine houston 17 years of age he put a 77 point ride together last night sam just out of the money yeah and he did what he had to with what he had you know a horse kind of got a little strong at the end got him strung out just a little bit but uh he's He's a young kid, and at that, this caliber of livestock, you've got to finish him stronger than you started, and that's something he'll have to learn through the years. You bet. You bet. And moving on to the saddle bronc riding, we've got Mr. Joe Farron. You've already met him. He's already, he's already talked to us here a little bit. Cottondale, Florida Cowboy comes in in the number one points position, and you know what? Solidifies it. Goes 79 and a half points last night. Picks up first place, 3,700. Joe, what would you think of your ride last night? Oh, uh, it, it was a blast. It was fun. Um, like, I, I was – so excited when I seen I had Crazy Alice. She's been around as long as I can even remember. Um, never had her drawn anywhere, but I seen I had her, and uh, uh, yeah, so so excited to have her. Okay, and you and you won the average last year. Yes, sir. Uh, what a great start you got going here. What's the game plan? Um, just spur all my horses out, hold them for two, and um, 
like Mr. Sam said, just try and finish my ride stronger than I started. And I think the way they judge out here and what I've, I've noticed that really pays off to set your feet and drag and maybe where it don't always seem to be that way throughout the year at a lot of rodeos, like it really comes comes down here and it pays off and it, it's just worth it. Okay, absolutely. Talk a little bit about the Bronx, Sam. You owned this horse at one time. Yeah, Crazy Alice. Uh, well, we'll start from scratch. Got her name by a guy that worked for me, uh, Nate Grogan. And his uh, mother's name was Alice, and must be she flew out the handle sometimes. Okay. <laughs> when this horse, uh, when we first got him, I bought him out of South Dakota when I bought about 40 head. And uh, right from the start, was just the kind you wanted to get on okay you know uh, okay has def- definitely lost a step or two with his age he's about 18 um we we're figuring that out the other day uh perfect for somebody to make a outstanding spur ride like joe did last okay. night okay uh, toes were turned out really getting a hold of him and he he is uh just fun to ride type horse and if you had a hundred of them you'd have lots of bronc riders you wouldn't yeah. have to worry about now wait a minute he crazy alice crazy alice is a gelding oh, <laughs> everybody thinks it's america well, uh, it's a gelding. i'm guilty of that is too. that right yes sir okay okay um, and and um what was what did you take for uh, a bronc rain right? uh well, the hardest thing about that horse is when you call everybody, they they just brag and 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 say how good she feels, and the, the pressure of screwing her up is uh is a little higher. But uh, um, I went X and five. Okay. I had some tell me X and three. I had some tell me double. I just which, holy it's cow. Your, yeah, just where you measure with your fingers. Yeah, yeah. So, so guys, if you would, X and five, he means what, what's that? I just go four and then I split my pinky out a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's, let's break this down. For, for the people that don't know, which is most of them, and I'm not saying that negative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, your buck rein is what you have a hook to the halter, it's to the horse's head, and that's your, basically your balance point to riding bronze. So... You pull that back to the saddle, to the swells, tight. Um, I don't. I want to say tight. A lot of people pull it so tight it bends the horse's head. I just pull it back so there's good tension on it. And you put your hand at the swell of the saddle, stick your thumb out. That's what they call an average at the end of your thumb. But X and four was four fingers over. So Joe actually gave Crazy Alice five fingers over because... That horse, and when that when when the guys ask them what to give them, you know, X and three, X double X, which is your thumb, your your next hand out double, um, is uh, and none of them are wrong. That horse will take whatever you give them. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So if I was getting her, I'd probably done a double X, let it take its head a little more, because when I rode, I could. It helped me get back farther. If I had too short a rain, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. I, I looked like I was, you know, just stuck there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I liked a little longer rain. When I okay, okay. And it probably ended up being double because she, he, or he now, uh, he, he thrashed <laughs> around in there and took a little from me when I was in there. So it probably worked out to be about double. Uh, yeah, I, I about fumbled the football last night because. Uh, 
I knew that everybody said, get in there, don't waste time, and I don't like to do that. And she thrashed around, and uh, the neck rope pulled the halter off her head. I and saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I see you guys and tying then, it yeah, on yeah, with the to mate. tie it back on. So I really almost uh, <laughs> screwed the pooch on, on that from the gate, but uh, it worked out. And what happens in your mind when that happens? You're stepping down. You're set down. Right, you're yeah, in yeah. position. You had your feet in the stirrups and everything. Yeah, I was, I'm just come on, hurry up, hurry up. Okay, like, I, I, in my mind, I was gonna take her sitting or whatever, just because she they're so good. You don't want to waste waste yeah. your opportunity on yeah. them. But uh, yeah, when I seen the halter off off her ears, I was like, oh, I better. <laughs> and she, he or he he stood there good yeah. and yeah, uh, left out of there and was just and, phenomenal. And you you got focused again. Yeah. You're good to go. Oh, yeah. No problem. Good. Absolutely good, and and talk a little bit about your year you've had. You've been going hard. No, uh, it, it's been a year. Um, the WCRA finals in uh, Fort Worth set me up. I was rolling strong. I had a huge lead, and uh, I got hurt in June in Davie. I shattered my collarbone. Oh my! Had a brain hemorrhage and a collapsed lung, and I had, had really? surgery and was out all summer long and didn't get to rodeo. Are you kidding? Yeah, just. Uh, had had that surgery. I had to wait three weeks for the surgery for my uh, hemorrhage on my um, brain to heal up, oh so my. they could put me under. But so yeah, I watched my my lead uh, just evaporate very very quickly over the three months. And um, but eight weeks after surgery, I, I got on a horse close to home and it felt good. And then I flew and went to St. Tite and went about fifty three hundred up there. Nice. Nice. And uh, kind of nice. clawed my way back to have a shot up here this, yeah. this year. Yeah. And and speaking of the WCRA, the World Champions Rodeo Alliance, Alliance um, Fort Worth, you said. What'd you, how, how'd you do in Fort Worth? Uh, good. I went second behind Isaac Diaz. I went, uh, I think, like 8,000 there. Oh, my goodness. It was, it was phenomenal. Okay. It was cool. I okay. got to get on some really cool horses. Uh, Delta Dawn, Hail Maid, and... Uh, uh, one of J Bar J's Dirty Lizard was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what do you think about that concept in uh, IRA kind of working together and just the opportunities that that gives a person? Uh, it's it's amazing. It's a game changer. Um, you get to you know go to those big tight feeling rodeos. Those, I would. Personally, I would probably describe it for a bronc rider like that PBR atmosphere. Like maybe you, you get to draft your animals, you get to, you know, it's a, there's a lot of different aspects to it. So it's different, that's exciting, that's uh, um, worth worth investing in and going and yeah. doing it. Like my buddy Cody Reinhardt win a $25,000 bonus uh, that year at Fort Worth uh, just for nominating all, all yeah. these rodeos he goes to. Yeah. Um, and, and of your winnings, what what percentage goes to the to your world standings? Uh, I think seventy five hundred went to it. Like you can win up, you can win up to ten thousand. I okay. think. Um, okay. Okay. That goes to your standings is what they have in the rules. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So that really carried me uh, when I got hurt and was out. Not that seventy five hundred really kind of padded me for to to take some time off you bet you still put together a great year coming in number one you 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 showed up here with about thirty three thousand in winnings and as of last night you're sitting at about 36.5 with that win any any you recovered you're 100 percent recovered now joe yes they they put a plate and six screws on uh 
my clavicle and it's stout it's like an h brace now <laughs> it's it's good yeah. um been yeah I'm, I'm feeling great again i put a little weight back on i'm a little bigger of a bronc rider so i had to crack out a bigger bronc saddle yeah did you okay <laughs> yeah okay. and uh um everything's feeling good again um i'm, I'm feeling great good. good now there's a couple things there and well i'll probably forget about the first one but i'd like to commend you uh when you first started coming around you were a little bit heavy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i thought oh my goodness you know and now you look really fit and in shape and you've worked hard at it yes sir and guys that's part of it out there it's not the way it was when i was riding uh you get in shape get those reflexes faster and uh i always knew i should do it and i did a little bit working out but uh the reflexes the mind is, is such a huge part of it and then the other thing was uh with this wcra don't be crazy people there's opportunities that you'll never you know it's there yes yeah. they never get again because i think you will i think they are really good opportunities and don't don't be dumb go out and take advantage of it you yeah. know somebody's yeah. gonna win it you bet work hard at it and see how it goes you bet no, that's exactly right. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, Joe, we wish you good luck tonight and um, throughout the whole weekend. Man, 22K if you win out. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. And then uh, you're going to go hard next summer? What are you thinking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll uh, go, to, go to a bunch of the winter rodeos in Florida um, in the southeast, and things start cranking up in the summer. We'll just see where what, – what, way god's pulling me to go and i'll I'll go that direction and 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 try to make as many finals and as many circuit finals as i can and play the wcra game and stay healthy this year oh boy we're (laughs) with you we're with you we're going to be cheering for you well best of luck to you joe maybe i'll see you down south sometime because i don't want to spend the winter up north Uh, (laughs) it's the best place in the summertime but the winter's uh kind of sucks so, yeah <laughs> uh, not not even going to sugarcoat it yeah uh, yeah for sure so uh yeah I'll, I'll i might see you down at some of the rodeos Absolutely. down south thank you for coming on the show and uh and good luck tonight yeah thank y'all for having you me bet. this is a uh, first podcast and uh oh wonderful wasn't too bad all right no <laughs> so before you go right uh we got a saying btc riding for the brand do it how any way you want to do it it's up to you joe you just won first round btc riding for the brand Thank you, Joe. Yeah, yes, Thank sir. you. Yes, sir. All right, Sam, we are back. BTC is back. We had a little bit of a break there. Great talking to Joe. Great. I, I had you met you had met him before. He'd been up and around. Yeah, Joe's come up to a lot of our rodeos, and uh, he's been around probably six, eight years. Okay. And uh, I've, I've seen a huge improvement from the first time he came up. Okay. Just okay. huge. Yeah. What a wreck he had this year. My goodness, dude. Battling back like that? And I never even knew about it. Yeah. yeah. Never never even heard it. No. Yeah. But it looks looks like he's getting back in good shape, and he oh, rode so very well he last rode, night. He rode great, yeah. Another cowboy that rode great, Wayne, Oklahoma, cowboy Cody Goatson. He ended up uh, second and third. They split the second and third place last night. He had a 76 and a quarter points to uh, $2,300 he won, as did Hidalgo, Illinois Cowboy, Stephen Graffin. 
Um, what do you think of these two guys, Sam, last night? 76 and a quarter points each. They both made solid rides. Nothing real good, nothing bad, just really solid. Keeping them in that average, uh, trying to fight for the title, the RPR champ. You bet. So, uh, you really bet. solid. You bet. You bet. Uh, and Cody Reinhardt had a great ride last night, too. The uh, Rinzi uh, Mississippi Cowboy comes in here, number fourth in the, in, the, in the rankings, goes 76 points last night, wins $926. Yeah, Cody, he, uh, he rides really well. Um, just right there where he wants, not where he wants to be. Of course, you want to be first, but uh, yeah. where he wants to be. So uh, he's right in the hunt. You bet, you bet. Another cowboy we're watching came in your rank number three, uh, Cookville, Tennessee Cowboy Rudy Troyer. Went 71 and a half points just out of the money, Sam. Yeah, that horse was uh, a little hard ride. He turned back and didn't have any timing. Hard, hard to make a nice spur ride on it to look good. You bet, you bet. And staying with the uh, rough stock riding, let's go into the bull riding. Uh, this phenomenal, this young man out of uh, Milan. Is it Millen or Milan, Texas? Uh, Tennessee. 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 It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it is Milan. Milan. <coughs> okay. Milan, Tennessee is how you pronounce it. Yeah, and I think we're going to have to, I'm going to have to remember this because this young man, Hudson Bolton, 17 years of age high school cowboy come to the come to the finals with fifty thousand dollars first place thirty one thousand dollars over second place and son of a gun sam if he doesn't if he isn't the only one that rode a bull he picked up ninety three hundred dollars last night um and for a 17 year old kid that's got to feel pretty good um, I hope he's smart with it. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> uh, of course. But uh, yeah, he uh, his bull didn't have the trip he usually does. Um, kind of turned back and then scattered off, ran out through there, and was real hard to ride. And yeah. the, the kid kind of pressed me. Yeah, he stayed very square, right in the middle, and I really wanted to see this kid uh, and. He did not disappoint. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about it in our pre-show, Sam. I said, is it possible? Well, we know it's possible. $9,300 um, go-round money, if ground money, if, you're the only, if there's only one person that rides the bull. And if you do that four times, that's like 38000 That's crazy amounts of money, Sam. Are we going to see another big one, one ride in a performance again over the next three days? I would say no. No. Okay. But. Yeah. 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 I, I got to make a prediction. You said. <laughs> you do. So. You got to take uh, a position, dude. You got to take well, a position. If I was at the tables, yeah. I, I'd say no because the odds would be in in our favor. So, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, that's what I'll say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to be watching him tonight as we get back in position. So let's switch just a little bit to the steer wrestling, Sam. Um, Traden Anderson comes in last night, ranked second in the world standings, and he picked up first place with a 4.2 second run. The Hannah, Oklahoma Cowboy put it on him last night, Sam. Made an outstanding run. 4.2 in this arena. It's a big arena. 
and you got to get out behind that barrier and it was his turn everything worked good steer um did what he had to do absolutely just, just very well he did a good job matt fisher was second with a 4.7 second run he picked up um he picked up about 2800 dollars last night chase crane the oklahoma city oklahoma cowboy runs a or dogs in a 4.8 places him third he wins 1852 dollars and then finally morris oklahoma cowboy comes in in fourth place actually no there's a split for fourth uh, a 5.4 he uh he dogged five four so david reagan the oklahoma cowboy and kim langlois out of quebec they split fourth places pick up about 460 dollars so they put it on it. And, yeah. go ahead. Oh, well, I said remember who my dark horse was. Yeah. And uh, he ended up second last night. Okay. Good for you. Made a very nice run. I, yeah. I thought he was going to be a little faster than he was, but uh, might have ran him a little stride farther than the 4-2, but uh, made an outstanding run. Okay, excellent. So we're going to cheer him on. Matt Fisher, Ontario Cowboy. Uh, I tell you what, uh, the Canadians are representing here this year, Sam. They had a good night last night. Yeah. It, uh, as cold as it's been, and I don't know if they've been going anywhere to get on, but uh, they didn't look very rusty. Okay. No. Okay. No, they didn't look rusty at all. And, you know, that reminds me. We heard a story last night. Of course, we played, we played the Pro Fantasy Rodeo uh, brackets right during the national finals rodeo and we had a bet do you remember the bet yeah uh, uh, yeah new york beef <laughs> against kentucky uh, bourbon yeah guess what i've got a i got a bottle of bourbon here i'm going to give you in just a moment you beat me you whooped me you better you whooped you, me you better wait till i'm done talking because i won't be good <laughs> <laughs> all right tie down calf roping um Justin Thigpen, what can you say about this man? I'm hoping he stops by and talks to us, Sam. Uh, Waycross, Georgia Cowboy, uh, 10 world championships in the tie down calf roping on its own. Uh, international finals rodeo winner uh, for uh, IFR 49 and 53. 8.3 seconds last night, Sam. Take first place, $3,700. And that was a big time run in a big arena. You know, once again, they're behind the score line. They, that means they can't start. I don't know what the barrier would be here, but uh, I imagine they have to give the calf probably 12, 13 foot head start. Yeah. And uh, it could be longer than that. I'm just uh, making that up with what I'm looking at. Yeah. So they have to give that head start to the animal and made an outstanding run for this arena yeah so in the smaller venues uh johnstown pennsylvania you were there for the pbr when you were there and they'd set up timed events what kind of a head start would they give the steer there um the calf would have probably there or the calf had, sorry yeah <laughs> and it's 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 different on each event oh it is okay yes okay. Um, okay like the team roping would probably be the longest and uh then calf roping and steer wrestling would be the shortest okay okay uh, okay but uh i would imagine in johnstown in the tie down roping it would have been probably a 
eight foot head start. Okay. Yeah. So is that worth a half a second? Is that worth? Oh, probably a whole second. A whole second. Yeah. So in a smaller arena <clears throat> where he he tied in a eight three, it would be possible for him to have tied last night in a seven three, potentially. Very possible. Very possible. Yeah. Okay. The the barrier is everything at yeah. these kind of events. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. If you don't get out of there, you, you might as well pull up and right out of the arena because you're not going to win yeah all right and then glad Glenn, oh, hold on oh, Doug. may oh. i explain myself you might as well pull up and ride a, never do that never do that ride finish do the best you okay. can do on what you have you never know what's going to happen behind yeah. you and learn from it and don't make that same mistake again is that what you're saying well, it, try to learn from the barriers <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah trying to teach a monkey how to drive because some days it's good and some days it's not yeah yeah, and, and before we get too far, I want to back up a little bit. The instant replay we talked about last night, that was in the tie-down calf open. No, that was in the steer wrestling. Oh, that was in the steer wrestling. Yeah. Okay, so step us, step us through all. Yeah, that was right. That was in the steer wrestling, sorry. And all-around champion Justin Thigpen was yes. our dogger. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he, it was close on the barrier for sure, but go ahead. Yeah, when you looked at the instant replay, yeah, thank goodness they have it. Yeah, it it definitely showed yeah. that he broke the barrier. Yeah, you know there there wasn't a question there. The question was, did the barrier work right? Okay, and okay. Uh, I guess they determined it did. Yeah, and because some of them malfunction, things things change, but they determined it worked right, and he broke the barrier. Okay, okay, and. Um, they took their time. They did it right. Yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's for. Let's get it right. You yeah. might not be able to get it perfect every time, but yeah. when you can, let, let's do the best we can do. And, you know, it, it's just so overdue. And thank goodness they have it there now. You bet. You bet. Uh, and Glenn Jackson came in second last night. The uh, Oklahoma Cowboy runs an 8.5, picks up $2,700. Jeb Chapman was... Third place, he's ranked number two as we come in to the in, in the world standings in the calf rope, and he's about thirteen grand behind. But he picked up some money last night, but so did Justin. So the big money is still the separation is still there. But he ties an eight point nine, picks up about eighteen hundred dollars, and then finally, uh, Cattle Llewellyn, Oklahoma Cowboy, uh, ties in a nine point one. Fourth place picks up nine hundred twenty six dollars. Well, Zeb made an outstanding run in his calf. Yeah. He, he made an outstanding run. That, that was really good. And Cattle, what can you say about him? He's been there, done it, yep. and yep. He, he, he will be a force to be reckoned with before this finals is over. Okay, okay, all right. And we're, uh, we're hoping that we can get Justin on, on our show. We talked to him last night at the Buckle Awards ceremony. He talked about stopping by. Uh, and we got a couple of barrel racers that we, we're going to talk to, Sam, whether it's today, tomorrow, or, or Sunday. We're going to be talking to these young ladies. Yeah, and that there's such a, oh, how do I want to say this? It, it, it's such a competition between them, but yet they're the first and second last night we're having we're a sandwich together, sitting there chatting about what they did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the camaraderie is just amazing. It's, it's amazing. And and Julie Plard, she's in the lead. Of course, she comes in. 
uh, with uh, 57,000, wins the round last night with a 16.5, picks up um, $3,700, takes her to over 61,000 right now on the year-end earnings, and um, what a run last night, Sam. And it's so close between her and the next young lady. It's crazy. Talk a little bit about Julie's ride last night. Um, she was first out on the ground, yeah, which yeah. helps. Yeah, and just she just did her job. Yeah, you know, um, very solid. She her horse looked like it wasn't running as hard as it will, um, but she was in here at the WCRA and did well. Yeah, um, yeah. The other girl hit a barrel, just just barely fell, and. Uh, she was a uh, 16-3, so um, yep. that was Kendall Scrubs yep. and yep. Uh, yep. made a really good run. So I think this is a standard pattern. That's one of the things I wanted to ask the girls. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that's a really good time in a standard pattern. You bet. You bet. You talked about the WCRA that was at the Lazy E last weekend. She finished fifth, picked up $4,000. Now, those dollars count to 2024. But, man, she comes in. <clears throat> she's ready to ride. You can see it. Uh, she runs a 16.500. And I say that because the next cowgirl, you actually picked this out. You picked her out and said, pay attention to this young lady. Comes out of Vermont. Wendy Chestnut runs a 16.524. Two one hundredths of a second. And she was eighth out, Sam. She was eighth out. The horse on the ground, I should say. Yes, and that that makes a difference. But they drag after six, so really she was second. Okay, good so, point. Good point. Um, good, just good. You know, uh, that horse handles everything. I, I I don't know a lot about barrel racing, but I know that's a versatile horse. It handles all kinds of ground, mud, and it, and this is great ground here. This is the facility is used to, for just these reasons and. They have it in there permanently, and they know how to make it good. But uh, she's she's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Somebody messes up, she'll be there because she very seldom messes up. You bet. And that got her $2,700 last night, Sam. So what a way to start off. And then we talked about the story of the Julies. Um, this young lady, uh, Julie Goodrich, she was ranked third coming in, and uh, she runs a 16.571. And places third with $1,800. You know, when I watched that run, I thought Julie was going to win the barrel race. Her horse came off the third barrel a little bit wide, kind of cost her, you know, <laughs> what was it? Uh, if it had been. Oh, gosh, yeah. You yeah. know, four hundredths of a second, she had won first. And right. definitely coming off that third barrel cost yeah. her that. You bet. So uh, it's going to be exciting because there's. A lot of good girls out there that are running so close. You bet. And Julie's been around a long time. Not saying you're old, Julie, but uh, <laughs> she's been around a long time and knows what she's doing, and she will give them a run for the money before it's done. You bet. And then uh, the fourth-place finisher last night was Stephanie uh, Joyner out of Henrietta, Oklahoma. Um, she, she came in ranked number six, and because of her run last night, Sam, the amount of money that she won, picked up one position. She's now sitting in fifth place 
Uh, but she ran a 16.647 to get fourth place and $1,000. Yeah. Listen how close they were. You know, when you're 16.47, that's one-tenth of a second from the winning time. And that, in the barrel race, is a lot of time, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, they're so close, you know. Yeah. It, if you ever took a stopwatch and tried to stop it within uh, a tenth, you know, of a second, well, I guess eight. It's hard to do it less than seven one hundredths of a second. Yeah. I yeah. tried to get my reflexes faster by doing that, and I yeah. didn't have to do much work. So yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was a fun game. It's a fun game, absolutely. And then talking to uh, the storyline, one of the storylines, of course, is uh, uh, Julie Thomas. We talked the stories of the Julies, right, the year of the Julies. Uh, ranked number two in the uh, points race as she comes in. Runs a 17 flat last night, just out of the money. Yeah, um, I don't know much about Julie Thomas, but I know she's been there and done that. And maybe her horse hadn't run here in the WCRA and hadn't uh, had the advantage that the other girls had had. And we'll see what tonight brings. Yeah, bet. Absolutely. Back at it. Lots of money. Lots of money up. Let's shift to the team roping. <clears throat> Last night um, in on our header race, uh, we had the team Jake Wells and, and Briar Hamilton. Uh, they come in, or Jake, uh, Jake comes in ranked third. They win the round last night with a 4.8, and uh, Briar Hamilton's ranked number five. So that put Wells and Briar in the lead of the average. They roped with a 4.8. They look strong, Sam. Yeah, the, the team roping was outstanding last night. Just outstanding. They, uh, there's a lot of reaching and roping, and I don't know how long of a barrier they have on these, which is, uh, I call it the score barrier, you know, different different things. But uh, I, that's probably out there about 15 foot, and a, a four-second run on 15-foot barriers just really fast some of the reaches we saw i mean there was one catch last night i don't know if they're six inches left on that rope stand by the time he dallied off he was at the <laughs> knot definitely at the knot <laughs> yes sir oh my uh and placing second last night was a team of uh, garrett smith and josh clayton uh and they picked up a check with a 5.4 second run coming in second with 2778 dollars for that team yeah um there was just some good team roping, and the one that surprised me, uh, he, not this team, but uh, roped one foot and... Oh, okay, uh, picked up five, yeah, plus yeah. five. So, uh, Brad Culpepper, and yeah. he roped one foot With for his Braxton, boy, so, yeah. hey... Yeah. Dad's going to be rubbing that in, or the boy's going to be rubbing that into Dad a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Come on, Dad. Yeah. Come on, hey, Pop. Hey, we were supposed to win this thing. Let's go. <laughs> and they've had such a great year, so don't count them out, man. No, Ton of money Never left. count them out. <laughs> <laughs> Ton of money left. And then third place last night was uh, 5.6, and that was Barry uh, or Brady Barentine and uh, Reno Gonzalez. They, uh, they come in, they pick up a check about $1,852. And then finally, fourth place uh, with a six-second run uh, is Casey Hicks and Stitches Stanley. Stitches. I'll remember that, that name. I, I won't remember that. many, but Stitches yeah. is stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then uh, the team we are watching, of course, they, they come in number one, Heath King and Stephen Brittnell. Uh, they go a 14.8 uh, 14 broken barrier. Yes. Uh, and that's trying. You know, you, you got to push it to win. And they're, they're trying to win. And this kid from Leicester, North Carolina, you know, that's how he stuck Leicester in there. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> he... Uh, he ropes very well. Yeah. He was. They were just trying to win, and that b- between breaking the barrier and not breaking the barrier is just uh, hundreds of a second. So, yeah, yeah. And they got to press. I mean, this is a team that wins a lot of money wherever they go, so they got to press, right? Every time you got to press. <laughs> I mean, when Colton would call me up and say he broke the barrier, and at first I got a little frustrated. Well, why? No, as the more I pay attention, if you know you got out, you're probably late. Yeah. So yeah. push it every chance you get. You bet. You bet. And 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 representing the IPRA, of course, in the WCRA, as we talk about the alphabet. What do you call it? The alphabet soup of all these association. Uh, they go to the WCRA event in Lazy Arena last weekend, pick up fifty three hundred dollars. So they got. They know how to get it done. Yeah, and they stayed right here, and they're riding for more big money. So, uh, doesn't get much better, folks. Get your get your rodeo counts in for the WCRA. Get your nominations there too, man. Oh man! All right, final event we want to talk about here today is going to be the uh, cowgirl breakaway roping, and uh, Sarah Tool wins it last night. She goes three flat, uh, splits first and second with Kelsey Mabry. Uh, talk a little bit about these uh, these cows you saying. Um, breakaway roping is always tough anymore. I mean, these girls have waited to do this, and the IPRA was the first one to bring it to the finals and uh, make it a regular event, just just a standard event that you have to have at your rodeos, and it's paid off for them uh, in dividends. And these girls are outstanding, outstanding. The uh, the one that I, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like I did last night. And I'm not sure which girl it, it was, did it. It was Kelsey Mabry. So she split first. Yes, she did. And when she roped the calf, I said, oh, man, that was a nice loop. And it popped right off. Yep. I mean, when she was pulling her slack, it rolled back up off the calf's nose. Had a nice figure eight in it, yep. everything yep. you were supposed to do. Yeah. And it rolled off its nose. And then the next thing, it just fell right back on. So when it's your turn, it's your turn. And when it's not, it's not. And, you know, if it, it would have been so easy to see, you know, when she pulled her slack. And usually when you pull your slack like that, with that figure eight in the loop, it stays there. Yeah. And it just, yeah. it must have, the rope just rolled the wrong way. Yeah. But, uh, then rolled the right way. Absolutely. So, uh, Absolutely. And the announcers caught it and they showed it on the video and, uh, the crowd said, wow, you know, kind of went wild. Yeah. Uh, and, and and they picked up $3,200 a piece, Sam. So big money coming out. We're seeing it. And then we go to uh, third place, a uh, young lady out of Ohio, uh, Buckeye State, rookie cowgirl, Hadassah Mullet. Uh, she run a 3.6 second run, places third, uh, $1,852. Yeah, she, uh, that calf really ran, and uh, she ran it down the pen a little farther than the rest of them, but uh, made an outstanding run. Okay, excellent. And then finally, uh, or I should say next, is uh, Cassie Chapman. Um, 
ropes of 4.5. Uh, made a nice run, places fourth with $926. Yeah, that calf was at the other end of the pen. He had the jets on, and uh, she she might have been off the barrier a little bit. Uh, where I was sitting, I couldn't tell too much, but that calf flew down the arena. Yeah. And she did what she had to do. She really ran up, tracked it a couple till she knew she had a good shot instead of taking a dumb one. Yeah. And just yeah. trying, because she was so late that, uh, or so far behind the calf. I'm not saying she was late because I couldn't tell from where I was. But uh, she did, made a business person's run, and she'll be back for tonight. You bet, you bet. And, and yesterday, awards were handed out. Uh, we're going to get a hold of Buck and Horse and Buck and Bull of the Year, right? Mm-hmm. We, yep. I haven't seen those yet. I, I was up to see if they've been posted. I didn't see them yet. Do you, do you remember who they were, or at least? Uh... No, I was actually kind of in the back of the room, and I couldn't hear very oh, okay. well. The, okay. the place was full. It was overflowing with people. They kind of ran out of room. It was a great event. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't hear. Even the one that rode Rodeo of the Year uh, came up and talked to me, and I never said congratulations because oh, I didn't know. How, okay. how dumb is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but we do know for a fact Miss Danagan is IPRA Rodeo Secretary of the Year 2023. Yes, she is. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. So excited for her. And uh, Talked to her last night. And thank you, Dana, for all the, the great help you're giving us, giving us the, the, the results and the draw. And, and um, she's doing what she's doing. Boy, the machine is running, Sam. Yes. Uh, just looking forward to another day, great day of rodeo. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, who who are you paying attention to tonight? What what event maybe, or what cowboy or cowgirl, or what are you thinking as we head to tonight? Well, believe it or not, Doug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going to be way off the wax. Yeah, yeah. The barrel racing. Yeah. I, I think you know they were within four one hundredths of a second from first to second. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> just I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And and on the record, on the record, in the pre-show, what did I say my favorite event was? You did say the race. I did say that. Mm-hmm. And this is good watching. And uh, what a great arena to show. So tonight at 730, we're going to be back there for another round of competition. We've got the uh, old-timers reunion going to be going on here a little bit. As we say, we're sitting here in the middle of this <laughs> contract act showcase. We're kind of off in a bit of a corner. But, man, there's a lot of activity going on here. Good to see, good to see all the folks, and good to see the good energy here, Sam. Yeah, and I, I do apologize for the background noise, but uh, <laughs> where we're at, it's really a good spot, except yep. for the background noise. Except, so and we're, we're apologizing for that. But uh, thank you for joining us with this, and uh, you bet, appreciate it. You bet. And tomorrow morning, we're going to do another. We'll wrap up round number two. And uh, we'll let them know who we got to talk to today. I'm still looking for the barrel racers. I'm still looking for Julie Plard and Wendy Chestnut. Where are you, ladies? Uh, <laughs> we we want to talk to you. And, of course, Justin Thigpen. We got to get that cowboy on here. And he'll be here. He will be here. Yeah. As I said earlier in the show, we are in the Contract Act 
display here, and I had a moment here. We took a bit of a break, had a moment to get up, stretch my legs, go out and, and talk to some folks. And this gentleman that's joining us here today, Clay Drake, he's a rodeo announcer. So, Clay, tell us tell us where you're from. Tell us tell us what associations you're announcing for. You bet. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I grew up uh, I grew up in Kansas, and so my, my dad rodeoed. He produced rodeos and... Uh, did a little bit of roping in, in high school, not much, not very good. Got into fighting bulls, decided I wanted a job that I got a paycheck regardless who rode, who got bucked off, and then kind of transitioned to being a rodeo clown. Did that for about 14 years. It was a wonderful experience. Got to travel the United States, see a lot of cool places and do a lot of cool things and meet a lot of fabulous people doing that. And uh, took a little break and come back. A buddy of mine said, hey, you ought to start announcing some rodeos. You've got a great voice. and and growing up in high school, I would announce, you know, high school football games, basketball games, and everything. Got into announcing wrestling. Um, currently, announce high school and college wrestling events. Um, one of the voices. Okay, I just got to stop you there. Okay, okay? Here, I see some excitement. I, I, oh man, when you say <laughs> wrestling, t- uh, Sam, we talk about the three R's, don't we? All the time. Sure do. All the time. And just for the record, okay, Clay. Okay. Uh, for the record, it's rodeo, racing. And wrestling. wrestling. You bet. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so interesting. Were you a wrestler yourself? I was, I've never hit the mat personally. Um, so I was I was teach I teach ag. Um, it's one of my other occupations I do in life. But I was at a little school that called Geary, Oklahoma. Okay. And, and okay. they've got the oldest wrestling tournament in the nation right there in Geary, Oklahoma. Oh, my goodness. And so kind of got started there. And a co-announcer announced for this um, high school. And he's like, man, he said, whenever I retire, you need to take my spot. And, and lo and behold, next year he decided to retire, and they moved me right in. And uh, so I do everything for the state of Oklahoma. I'll go to Reno, Nevada for the Reno Tournament of Champions. And that's okay. Okay. out there and, okay. and everything. Do some college duels and everything. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it, I love wrestling just because it's kind of like a rodeo. In <laughs> yeah. the blink of an yeah. eye, things will change yeah. and happen. And, yeah. And there you go. Okay. So. Well, what's the season looking like for you for next year? We will start. Um, I'll start in June. Um, normally run all the way to October. Um, I've got a couple of days open in June, a couple in July, and a, a couple in, in August. I need to feel kind of situation. That's kind of one of the things that brought me down here for, for this convention and everything. And so I thought, well, we can just jump down the road and kind of take a gander, meet some people. You know, it's always great yeah. To, yeah. to coexist with the barrel men, the clowns, the other announcers. You know, I, I, I always preach to my kids, it's great to make connections. You just yeah. never know yeah. Yeah. where that will lead you. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's opened a lot of doors for me personally. Yeah, absolutely. And so I love doing that. Um, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a crazy deal. This past year, um, my high school FFA kids won the National Livestock Judging Team. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Well, while it's a blessing, but it's also a curse that we leave June 19th to go to Ireland and Scotland to judge. Oh, my. And that's kind of prime rodeo season, so I'm missing out on some rodeos. But it'll be a great experience to take those kids abroad and and experience that and and see that and everything. But, you know, I'm I'm always anxious to get back to the rodeo arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I said. I love to travel. I love to meet the people in the rodeo world, uh, meet the fans, meet the committees, meet the stock contractors. Um, I, you know, I have been blessed to just work with great ones, um, yeah. and all you know, people who take care of me, uh, people who always you know encourage you, you and that's kind of what I think is important at this deal. Perfect, perfect. And and you were you clowned for a while. I did clown. You know, like I said fourteen years. Yeah. Um, so how 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 is that? 
uh, informed your announcing when you got up on? <laughs> I, I think it helps yeah. a lot, you know, especially when you're working with a rodeo clown. You know, I, that's why I can always tell them I know where you're coming from, and yeah. so you know I can help lead into an act, or you know, okay. if there's a joke okay. or something, you know, kind of. Yep. Um, you know, I also kind of know, you know, I can kind of give them that sign of, hey, I need some, I need you to step in now or, or hey, we need to hold off, you know, and, and let's get through something. Um, you know, again, I've, I've had the pleasure of working with some great barrel men, funny men. Okay. And, and so that's always nice. Um, I've had some new kids get started and I always love to help them kind of, you know, there's a young man that's going to compete tomorrow on the contract act showcase. And uh, him and I have been conversing for over a year now, and I'm kind of helping him. He's, he gets some axe ideas and kind of runs them by me or some jokes. And I love to tell him, hey, I think that's good, or hey, I think you need to tweak it this way, okay. and let's okay. try to do this. And what's his name? His name is Lane Chance. Lane Chance. So Lane we'll Chance. pay attention to that, won't we, so, Sam? Yeah. We'll see yeah. what happens tomorrow. Pay Hopefully it works out well. He's got a new act he's trying, and I said, well. It'll either be great or it won't, but it's all in how you make it happen. You know, it's yeah. kind of like I told him I had a car act that – I don't know how many times it would die in the arena and wouldn't start, and we had to be towed out. But you just spun it and, and went on, and laughed about it, yeah, yeah, and enjoyed yeah. life. Okay, and, okay. You know. And and what's the best way for these rodeo stock contractors, these rodeo committees, to get a hold of you? Well, obviously the phone is the best way, and that's you know it's four zero five three three four sixteen thirteen. I'm on Facebook, just Clay Drake. Clay Drake. Um, you can find me right there as well. But you know. Um, you know, again, I always like, it's kind of like I tell everybody, it doesn't matter if it's an open rodeo, professional rodeo, you know, sanctioned rodeo. We make we make every rodeo professional. I, I believe excellent. that from when you kick that thing off till you end it, it needs to be professional, it needs to be quality. Yeah. You know, I love, I love to talk about the contestants. I love to explain the events to the crowd, get them involved, and, you know, really kind of engage that audience yeah. as much as yeah. possible. Excellent, excellent. And we have a slogan here, BTC. Riding for the brand. Yes. Uh, BTC, riding for the brand. Do it in your best. I mean, it's like top of the deal uh, uh, for us. Go ahead. Well, BTC, it's riding for the brand. <laughs> what do you think, Sam? Sounded good. Sounded good. <laughs> I do have a couple questions for you. Ask them. You know, um, you said you've never stepped on the mat in wrestling. Yes, yes. And I know this is more of a rodeo weekend. That's but, all right. Uh, I'm very <laughs> – so – how much did you have to go learn about the uh, moves and the reversals? And what? I had I had to learn a lot. And, and one thing I'll say is thank God for YouTube. You know <laughs> that there's um, you know and but like I said I had some good mentors. You know whether it be wrestling coaches or wrestling announcers mm-hmm. who um, you know would kind of step in there and, and I would listen to them. You know I just sit there and. You know, I'm a student of the game, so I'm constantly listening to their voice. I'm listening to what they're talking about. I'm listening to talk about the moves, you know, along that line. You know, figuring out the scoring. A lot of people don't understand how the scoring works, and, and it's just recently changed again. And so people, you know, that's going to throw a curveball to some people. The, you know, what a takedown is going to be, you know, with four points versus three points and things along that line. And so it just was kind of engaged myself. And it's the same thing I do with announcing. You know, I love to get on – you know, and listen to rodeo announcers. You know, what are they talking about? What what phrases are they using? It's something I can interact with myself. Is there, you know, something along that line? It's been very cool that my son goes with me announce and runs music for me. Oh, he does. And so okay. we have that connection, and he kind of does the same thing. He's constantly listening to music and what's going on. Okay. You know, is that something we can bring into our group of things and you utilize and, and stuff? So. I believe in this in this world you got to be a student of the game, you yep. know, in order to be yep. successful. Absolutely right. So you got another one, Sam? Yeah, um, you know, because it has changed immensely. You know, I was 
from when I wrestled to to now when the boys came in and started doing it it uh there there was things that i did that are now illegal <laughs> you know and uh, you sure they, they weren't illegal back then no not at the time but uh it, it is now so there it's it involves so much that uh it's just like rodeo it it has evolved a whole lot yeah but uh, that would have to be tough because it, it's hard to know it when you've been in it a lot? Yes. Because it's so technological. Yes. You know, somebody throws a Merkel on somebody, and, you know, half the time, nobody knows who's getting pinned at that point. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah, if you're not on top of the game, it's pretty tough. So it's well, pretty impressive that you can do it without the background. And, and that's kind of another thing on that deal. You know, a, a thing that I like about it is, I mean, it, it just changes that quick that, you know, you know, you have to be adaptable that you might be getting ready to call something. And within that flip of a second, you've got to totally change what you're going to say because, you know, they, they totally moved everything away. So, you know, yeah, you know, I, you get ready to say he's, he's getting lined up to get pinned and all of a sudden the other kid's on top and he's in the pinning situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and now we've got a holy cow what just took place. And yeah. One of my favorite matches took place in, in, here in Oklahoma was there was a young man that had wrestled at 220. Well, they had a kid moved in and he had to bump up the heavyweight. But he wasn't a true heavyweight, and he went against another kid who was a true heavyweight, and it went the distance. I believe it was one or two overtimes, and, and that kid wins. But okay. that's why I said, you know, just determination and just being smart in his moves and what he'd done to not get him in a situation that would get him pinned, you know, and he won off of points. But, you know, he had to, he earned every single point to get there. Yeah. And I've always said speed beats power. Yes. But when you have them both. That's that's a that's a good. You can't thing. go wrong there. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> in the rodeo world, it it is uh, what I've found out. It's not so much what you've done or where you've been. It's the people you meet. It is. These are the best people there is. Oh, a hundred. You know, again, I, I go back. I always laugh when I was clowning. You know, my wife would go with me quite a bit, and, and I always laughed that by the time we were done at the rodeo, she knew half the people in the arena, and we had places to stay for the next year, or we had food. You know. It just amazed me, you know, again, people just, you know, that's the thing about the rodeo community. They're, they're going to support you. They're going to back you. They're going to help you. You know, I, I watched her as a young man in, in the bullfight competition that got hurt and just watched the amount of support that has come in to help that young man, you know, with financial needs and whatever. You know, they posted on there that they needed a walker for him and, and just the amount of replies of people that were jumping in there. Hey, I've got a walk. You know, where can we ship it to? How do we get it to you type things? You know, it's just one of those deals of, you know, you never have to worry if somebody will have them back because there's a whole army that's got your back in the road you want. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Excellent. Well, Clay, we thank you. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you showcasing this deal. Again, I, yeah. I think this is awesome. Yeah. Um, they've worked hard to put this together, yep. and, and it's been you know, tremendous. You know, the amount of traffic we've had here, we've got to have some good conversations again. May lead to some rodeos, but I know I'll have some friends, that's and that's right. more valuable that's than right. anything. That's exactly right. So thank you. You bet. Thank you, guys. You bet. Bye-bye. Well, earlier I was walking around the contract at display here, and I walked up to this young lady, and uh, I said, do you want a sticker? And she said, yes. And I said, and she said, and I'm going to keep it forever. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And she goes, yeah, I'm going to put it in my face or in my scrapbook, Sam. And then she goes, so when I'm old and wrinkled like you, like you, I'll be able to look, be able to look at this 
And I'm like, I was so impressed. And I can't wait for you to get old and wrinkled. I just got to tell you, this is Riley Mint here. Riley, welcome to, to Beyond the Shoots. BTC riding with the for the brand. I love, <laughs> I love it. Well done. Well done. So, so hold, us, hold it, hold, hold it, hold, hold it, Doug. Hold it. Hold it. BTC riding for the brand, you old wrinkled up guy, you. <laughs> okay, now we can go on. Okay, okay, all right, fair enough. So, so Riley, talk a little bit about the horses that you use in your trick riding act. So, I use um, Wild Mustangs, formerly Wild Mustangs. Um, my two main horses are Fiona and Grace, Amazing Grace. Um, Grace is from Adobe Town, Wyoming, and Fiona is from Beauty's Beer, Oregon. Um, I've had them for, I, we've had Grace for 10 years and Fiona for about three now. We're going into our third year with her. Um, wow. But they're, they were formerly wild, they were in the wild, and then we got them, trained them, and now they uh, multiple times a week perform for rodeos in front of crowds and it's, it's insane to see the transformation from wild to mild wild to mild yeah, that's i like what we that. call it i i think that ought to be part of our slogan somehow <laughs> so. btc wild to mild we used to be wild now we're mild now we're you mild know, old <laughs> old and wrinkled yeah. and mild <laughs> so so were you part of training these horses um so my mom trained trained grace that she's her horse um fiona we bought her from one of our clients um she wasn't completely wild when we got her she was like halter broke um she was not very broke to ride yeah so she she wouldn't buck you off or anything like yeah. she she was pretty good but i basically got her and trained her to trick ride um i had a lot of help obviously um because i was like 11 I got it for my 11th birthday, actually. So, so before you go any further, how old are you now? I'm 13. Oh, that was years ago. Oh, you were 11. so long ago. <laughs> you are 13 that, years old. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Wrinkled years ago. Yeah. Yes. I yes. will not let that go, young lady. <laughs> and, and, and just so you know, to connect with our listeners, we actually had your grandfather, Dave Mentir, on our show. That His show is going to be coming out uh, probably in uh, February. And guess what? Your show is going to come out first. Oh, that's I'm going to have to rub that in his face. I think I think <laughs> maybe. Imagine that. Imagine. Wrinkled old grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I know a little bit about trick riding, right? Do you do the uh, do you do the uh, what what's the drag? The one The death drag? The death yes. Do you do the death drag? Yes. You do. Yes. Cossack death is it the Cossack? Yeah, people call it so many Death drag, Cossack drag, suicide drag. There's yeah, like yeah. multiple names for it. And the Apache hideaway? Yes. Okay. And what else? Uh, <laughs> I do a lot. Liberty stand? Liberty stand, uh, death drag, Apache, sitting fender, full fender, layer of the neck. I mean, one foot stand, side back, and... Do you vault up? Yes, I do. Yeah. How tall are these horses? Uh, depends. Yeah. On... I, I what do you mean? They they vary. Their their height varies by yeah, day. Yeah, Mustangs depends what they ate that night. Is there, <laughs> it determines how tall they are? Well, okay. So the Mustangs, they're um, they tend to be smaller. Oh, they do. Than, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and they're they're good in the arena. They're they're doing. Um, I mean, wild Mustangs just well, blows me away. 
Um, Grace is good. My other one, she's still a little bit. She's young. She's yeah, yeah. green. Yeah, yeah. She's, um, I've been working with her for about, on trick riding for about three years now, yeah. and she's still, I mean, all horses when there's uh, 5,000 people in the stands and they're yeah. all screaming and clapping and yeah. there's music blasting and yeah, it, yeah, they can get a little, but, but for the most part, she's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and for our, go ahead, Sam. She's young. She's green. She's not wrinkled. She's yet. not wrinkled. <laughs> <laughs> and and for our listeners, you're third generation rodeo family, upstate New York. Yep. And where 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 in in uh, upstate? Where, where do you live? Um, we're about two hours from Buffalo. From Buffalo. New York, or we're about an hour from Rochester. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. you're way out there. Um, so. How's the season looking? Um, for it's upsetting. Um, cause in well, okay. Yeah. My summer season is great. Um, I have multiple rodeos a week. It's upsetting though in the winter time though, cause um, I don't get many rodeos. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I I travel a lot upstate or west. Okay. Um, and okay. I get rodeos up there during the winter, but other than that, it's like yeah, yeah. it's very slow. And anything during the local? Season. Any arenas you're working local? Um. I've done Bath, which is about 30 minutes for me, half an hour. Okay. Uh, that's the most local thing I've done, though. Okay. You done anything with the backlaces yet? Yeah. Uh, I trick ride for them w- at least once a week um, during the summertime uh, for the crossover line rodeo. Yeah. Um, I yeah. love it there. It yeah. like the, it's the highlight of my year, definitely. Um, yeah. And, and, and your brother rides bulls. Yeah. He... Um, he rides uh, multiple times a week, too. Does he really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. This is so exciting. How, how often do you practice? Where do you practice? Um, we practice a lot. It's a lot of work. Um, at least two times a week at minimum um, to stay on top of our game. and it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. That is good. That is good. And are you taking gymnastics or anything in school? So, um... I've done dance, gymnastics. Right now I'm in tumbling. Um, yeah. Not, yeah. And then um, I also swim and dive. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that's wow. my sport during the wintertime. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I do have a question. Okay, go Before ahead. Before this ends, and I don't want to forget about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, who cleans the horse's stalls? There you go. Okay. <laughs> I want to know who does the back work at this business? Uh, the whole family. For the yeah, you're supposed to say me. Oh, oh, oh. You, you live at my house. <laughs> Did your brother clean ever? Uh, he he's a little slow when it comes yeah, to he, that. He, he he's like the rest of us are going. We're cleaning five see, stalls, and then he's he's over here. Oh, I've done my horse's stall. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, he's it, one it, of those guys. He's an iPad kid. I a what? An iPad kid. I didn't know there's oh what's an, an iPad? iPad kid. I don't even know. You know, this is. he's a bull rider. That's yeah, why yeah. he just has one bag to yeah. carry. He doesn't yeah. have to feed a horse. He doesn't oh, he have to clean about a that stall. All the time. Well, hey, that's part of being a bull rider. That's right. Try he to complains figure it about out. all yeah. that all the time. You know, he's like he he wins some money, and my parents are like, okay. We, we need a little bit of help for gas money because yeah, um, yeah. we're you hauling pay, you guys. You and he's like, Riley should pay the gas money. Oh. I wouldn't have to pay as much because we have to haul the trailer. No, that, that's that's smart. <laughs> no, no, I mean, that's <laughs> logical. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with her. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. You know, most yeah, bull I'm riders. I'm with him, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Most bull riders I know, they don't get up till noon. Uh-huh. 
But he's out pitching and doing that. And we're talking no, about not Levi. much. She's no. doing most of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I bet your mom does I, I most see of Levi. it. Yeah, yeah. mom does do most uh, of if it. If I was a betting man, you know, yeah. And they take horses in for training there? Yeah. 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 We have um, about 30 horses at our place. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. You Actually, my on. neighbor has a horse at their place. Do you, do you, uh, okay. Yeah. Which I said, one? When I don't know. What's the horse's name? Do you know your neighbor's name? Yeah, I know well, my neighbor's name. Just but I don't do you know the horse's name? No. no. I know the neighbor's name. What's the neighbor's name? See, don't put me on a spot like that. <laughs> Deming. Deming. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> All of that, it didn't really matter. <laughs> no. Now, okay. now, when Jerry I, listens I need the horse's to this, when Jerry listens to this, he's going to say she doesn't even know my yeah, horse. Yeah. I wonder oh. what kind of training's getting done. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I need to know the horse's name. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you, she came up with a new slogan. We want to hear it one time before we go. I already forgot it. Uh, what? <laughs> what? I already forgot. I think oh, wild to mile. <laughs> BTC. BTC Wild to Mile. All right. Thank you very much. Enjoy. Miss Riley Mintier to our stock contractors out there. What's the best way they can get a hold of you? Uh, probably Facebook, Facebook. or email. Email. Um, okay. Mintier Riley at gmail.com. Okay. Or, w- yeah. I think. I don't know. Okay. Okay. And how can they find you on Facebook? Uh, uh, Riley Jane Trick Riding Special TX. Yeah. Okay. I- I'm... Lincoln. I think that's it. Okay. Mom, is that that's it? Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Riley Jane took riding special TX. 13 years of age. <laughs> Old and wrinkled, she said. Old yeah. and wrinkled. Hold and it. She now, still took I got my sticker. One, one more question oh, for this so young sorry. lady. So sorry. You know, she's battling off this Facebook and Twitter and all that. So you're so young. Do you have a phone number where the Older stock contractors can call you up? Yeah, I do. Um, oh, thank you. 585-261-3046. All right. Again? 585. Do I need to say it slower? No, but you always <laughs> need to repeat it twice when you really want somebody. 585-261-3046. Thank Perfect. you. Perfect. Always twice when you leave it on an answer machine because right. old wrinkle people have to listen very yeah, closely. I, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> she got the last thing. Oh, I'll did. give her it. I'm Riley, done. thank you for being on Beyond the Shoots. Surrender. Thank you. As promised, we've got the winners of last night, or the winner, I should say, of last night's tie down calf roping. Uh, Justin Thigpen's with us here today. Welcome to the show, BTC. Great to have you. Thank you, sir. So, so talk a little bit about that calf rope and run. Fast run, you win it all. Last guy out. Talk about the pressure. Uh, pressure nowadays is kind of put on yourself if you do it. I, I had a good calf and I knew I did. I just wanted to go out and do my job. And uh, as you get older, you realize you're competing against the animal you draw more than just worrying about what the field does. You can't dictate them anyway, so just do your job and see where it unfolds at. So even with all the pressure, and, and this is for our listeners, even with all the pressures, uh, 15 competitors in both of the events that you're competing in. Describe that behind the behind the shoot epi- or, uh, experience right now at a big finals like this. Um, for me, it's having fun. Uh, behind the shoots, actually, I had one of my kids just riding my horse around and stuff, and me and him was back there cutting up and joking, and it kind of lets the pressure off. You, you okay. realize there's a better side of everything. You don't worry about it, and, uh, man, it's strictly having fun for me now. And you've been doing this how long? I cut my teeth doing it. My mom run barrels and my dad rode bulls, so I grew up in the rodeo business. So when did you go pro? Uh, 
I guess I was 19 or 20 and I went at it and uh, we've been going ever since and I've been blessed. I've had a great career, uh, met a lot of great people, have a lot of great friends all over this world and uh, I'm very blessed. Yeah. And you went on a tear 2009 to 2014. You were the IPR world champion in the tie down calf roping. And now you're hauling with the family. So not, not traveling as hard as you used to. No, definitely not. I went to less rodeos this year than I ever have. Okay. So making the most of what you got. Yes, sir. <laughs> but I put on rodeos too. So the production side of things, Sam can tell you, it, it, it's nonstop. I mean, you're meeting committees, planning your next event, new stock, trading in and out. It's a whole different side of, of the ball for me, but I love it. I've put them on for 10 years now, and uh, rodeos bless my family, and it's what I hope that we continue to do and grow in, in generations. And, and what areas are you producing these rodeos in? I'm all the southeast. I'm uh, Georgia, Florida, the Carolinas, Alabama. Okay. IPRA sanctioned? Yes, sir. Okay, excellent, excellent. And, and let's talk a little bit about the instant replay in the steer wrestling. Yeah, um, there was some question last night about a broken barrier and when I watched the instant replay you could see that it was a broken barrier and uh, I kind of wondered at first why I challenged it but it's there and thank goodness they put this in. I am a big proponent of the replay. Try to make it fair as we can. That's correct. Um, I challenged the call of not, not the broken barrier. I challenged that it was a bad gate and uh, we went back and looked and even through the gate man and all declared that it was a bad gate, but I did not get another cow because I tried to cow, um, meaning I would have had to pull my horse up and declared myself. But when you're doing it in 4.2 seconds, it's happening at the drop of a hat, and uh, I, I did go on and compete on the cow, I, and I get it at the end of the day. But um, that's just kind of a gray area. I mean, the, the, the problem come before I jumped off on the cow. It come at the start of the run, but... I get that the rules also says you got to declare yourself, which there's no pulling my bulldog and horse up. You're going to the back end and coming back and talking about it kind of deal. And, and I, I so disagree with that rule. Pull your bulldog and horse, double grab, uh, uh, you know, your mindset is go. You, you know, if, if your mindset isn't go, you shouldn't be in the box. So uh, your mindset's go. I think that should be changed somehow. I'd, I'd even rather see it be a judgment call than a, no, you got to declare yourself call. You know, right. did did he did he declare himself? No, but uh, you, you don't think to stop when you're in that momentum of winning. It, it's uh, and he was four point two and would have split the round. So, uh, it I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it for anybody. You know, especially bull riding, which if you're getting jerked down and you, you yeah. slap him and jump off and say, "Well, I got fouled." Yeah, <laughs> but no. Yeah. No, you were getting bucked off. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's one of the few things I'd rather see as a judgment call for you the bet. judges. I, you bet. I love the replay. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan for the replay too, and it gets it right. Um, that was just a one instance where, yeah, the replay got the call right, but another rule trumped it in in sense, and uh, it's just kind of a gray area. And hey, it's called rodeo, and we'll keep going for three more rounds, and uh, it'll all wash out. A lot of money on the line, dude. Yes, Lots sir. to come. And, folks, it's called rodeo, and it's the most unfair game there is because it's not just you against somebody and out in the field and running. It, it's unfair, but it is what it is, and it's yeah. what we choose to play. And if you let that get in your mind, 
if you let that, if he sat there back in the box tonight and says, man, I could have won that round last night. No, it, it's all over. You can't change what you did yesterday. It's all about today. You bet. And where you're going. You bet. Absolutely. And and talking about where you've been, where you're going, uh, you, you say that your biggest win this year was St. Tite? Yes, sir. I had some luck up there at St. Tite. I uh, did good. Place throughout. And uh, St. Tite's always a great rodeo fun. But... My, my biggest joy of the whole year, if you ask, is just, just traveling with my family, uh, enjoying rodeo. Um, not having to beat the road and feeling like you got to, just doing it because you want to. You bet. And wife, uh, Laura, she is qualified in the, for the IFR in the past. Yes, sir. Right? And then you've got a son, Slade. Uh, he's 10 years old. And Trent's eight. That's correct. And Trent Trent had a little a little sickness last night. He's feeling better. Oh, yeah, but he, he's a trooper now. He's a cowboy. He'll okay. be ready and riding my horses and help me get him prepared tonight. Okay, absolutely. So this is the clown and the other one's the cowboy. Yes, sir. Now, wait a minute. Let's let's go there. What what do you mean he, he's clown? Um, I, I have some very good clowns that work for me at my rodeos. And, I mean, he's dressed up. He's in his bag. He's not just a help with the act. I mean, he's, he's a hype man. He's on the fence. He's doing it all uh, from start to finish. He's getting his career and cutting his teeth in it, and uh, I think he'll be great one day. Okay. Can, can, can we put him on the microphone? Yes, sir. Introduce yourself and uh, uh, tell me a joke. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's being put on the oh, spot. That, that's Let me tell much. you, that's, that's unfair. Much. I'm all sorry, right. young all man. Right. All right. Just Let's... say hello. Hi. My, hi, my name's Slade. I'm what? 10 years old. And, and you're a rodeo clown. Yes, sir. How long have you been clowning? I started this year. Just this year? Okay. Yes, so working, you got the baggies going on, you, you getting the barrel lever? Uh, no, sir. Mostly on the fence and, and that sort of thing? Yes, sir. And and you get the crowd in, uh, involved and hype them up and get them, get them rolling? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And and we have a slogan here at, uh, at BTC. It's called BTC, Riding for the Brand. Would you do that for me one time? Yes, sir. BTC, riding through the brand. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Slade. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we wish you good luck. We're going to be there tonight. Know that we're cheering you on, Justin. Um, man, let's go for you got uh, your 22 right now, 22 world championships. Why not go for 25 by the time we leave? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. Dan Daly's 28 or 29, I believe. Come on. How many more years? What are you thinking? Uh, whatever the good Lord blesses me okay. with. Like okay. I said, I'm having fun and uh, yeah. raising my kids up in it. And if he wants me to keep going, we'll do it. There you go. There you go. We appreciate you being on the show. BTC, riding for the brand. Do it. BTC, riding for the brand. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Yes, sir. What a treat. Thank, Thank you. you for being on Beyond the Shoots. And you can tell Sam and I are excited to be at the IFR watching this great rodeo at the great venue, the Lazy Arena in Guthrie. And you can find this show, BTC, and we are on the road again this weekend. We invite you to check out the Beyond the Shoots Facebook page and our webpage. Find us, follow us. Uh, we're posting up a bunch of content this weekend. And uh, come on, like it, comment on it, let us know what you think. And we'd like to say thank you to Parasite Systems for their support with our podcast. Parasite is a push-button parasitic diagnostic system for pasture animals, horses, cattle, goats, sheep, and chickens, and for your companion animals, your dogs, and your cats. You can order your test kits at poop2proof.com. Sam, did you hear this? I had Eric on here the other day. 
right? We did a we did a, a short podcast with him, and he said if you go to pooptoproof.com, can you repeat that for me, please? Poop to proof. Poop number two. Well, of course, it's number two. Yeah. Poop to proof. Dot com and BTC zero twenty three fifty percent off your off your test kit, Sam. So uh, and I've got some test kits. If somebody wants to stop by, go home, test your horses. Let's have some fun here. Let's let's get some information. This is Beyond the Shoots with Sam Swearingen. Until next time, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening. <laughs>